and welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the Dominique Wilkins episode, the human highlight reel. The 6'8", 215-pound small forward is a zero-time champ, zero-time MVP, a nine-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA. After playing 15 years in the league, being the third pick in the draft, and he is a Hall of Famer. With career averages of 24 points, six rebounds, two assists on 46% shooting from the field. And as in last week, Wade is still the only person that left Dominique off his list. So we will kick it to Wade to hear his opening statement on why Dominique's off his list. All right. Well, I, uh, (coughs) sorry. Um, I mean, I actually really like Dominique. Um, I kind of dive into my my thought process was um, my ten, my ten and uh, and nine, I believe, are Havlicek and Dantley. And um, on my original rough draft, I had I had Dominique in my ten spot or my nine spot, one of the two. Um, but I, I had kind of forgotten about Dantley, and then I looked him up. Then obviously, then I, I wrote down Dantley <coughs> and Havlicek is a sorry, excuse me. Um, you know, has all the championships and the accolades, um, so I went that route. And I didn't really want to put him and Danley both on my list because they're almost the same exact player production-wise. So I, I told myself to just go with one, and I went with Danley. Well, I was actually going to ask you that in a few minutes. Why Danley and not Dominique? So oh, I'm not gonna. <coughs> Honestly, the main thing was <coughs> efficiency. Yeah. They literally do the same things. They're, they <laughs> score a lot of points. They're good rebounders, and that's about it. And and Dominique's efficient too. He's not terribly inefficient, but I think Dantley was more more efficient, and that just was stuck out to me. Um, but I mean, I I I think Dominique being on your small forward list is 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 fine. I think that's a a pretty good pick at the bottom of your small forward list. I just went just went a different direction. Fair enough. All right, so that will lead us to Drew, who has um of the people that ranked him ranked the lowest at forty three overall and ninth on his small forward list. So Drew, why Dominique? Um, well, I think Dominique's just another one of those guys that no title, no MVP, none of all that stuff. He just scores all the time, <laughs> so often. We have oh, some yeah. of those here. That's at the end of our list. That's normally who we have: someone with no titles, not very that many accolades. They just score mostly all the time. And get their mm-hmm. uh, oh shoot their totals up probably they don't play they probably play for a while but most of the time they just score and do all their stats look really good but everything else is just not like, like team success is not normally great at these guys at the bottom half of the list unless we have our sixties and seventies guys down there but <laughs> that's then that's a whole different story but that's what I got for Dominique all right thank you Drew now that will lead us to the other Laker fan. Uncle Doug, who has him ranked 41st overall and n- also ninth on his small forward list. Uncle Doug? Yeah, kind of like Drew said, this is uh, another one of those players that it's the bottom of our list. Um, you know, they, they don't have the titles, but it has a lot of nice stats. Um, he peaked out and had a season over 30, 30.7. He has a scoring champ back in 86. Uh, he had a season where he rebounded with nine. Um, he's 112th, I think, on the rebound list, but his average is not top 250. Uh, he is 16th on the scoring list, and his average is uh, 14th on the list. 
Um, the main thing with Dominique, for me at least, is you need to watch the videos. The, the human highlight reel really is the human highlight reel. And when I was looking through some of them, one of the most interesting ones is he was at a basketball camp, and at the age of 61, he could still dunk. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Uh, he's, he was a pretty athletic guy. And, uh, but, yeah, again, it's, it's another one of those right at the bottom of the list. We all kind of went a little different direction. Fair enough. And that will go to me. Uh, who has him 40th overall, just one spot ahead of Uncle Doug, and also ninth on his small forward list. Um, well, a lot of what I wanted to say has been touched on already, but I will say this. I don't think anybody questions that this is one of the most exciting players ever to watch, uh, one of the greatest dunkers ever, um, which I think he, he's on my list, so I guess I fall into this category. I think gets him recognition he otherwise wouldn't you know because like wade said you know you have dantley who's very similar you also have guys like alex english carmelo anthony all these guys are very very similar to him but he was flashier and he you know is considered an all-timer at something something that doesn't really matter when it comes to wins or losses it doesn't <laughs> matter how the yeah. point goes in but if you dunked it really hard it's cooler so uh, i do like that um like last week with ai he is one of eight players to average 25 or more for a decade straight. Um, and that was the only things I had on here that haven't already been said by somebody else. So I will now kick it to Ray, who has him ranked the highest, but just slightly, at 37 overall and eighth on his small forward list. So take us away, Ray. All right, so we've all established he's an exciting dunker. He can score. Uh, the thing that stood out, uh, stood out to me, as I'm trying to look at my paper in the glare, uh, is that he never really had a team noteworthy that had a team. He never had a team with noteworthy players on it. I mean, he had his uh, little Spud Webb. He had his past his prime Moses Malone, Doc Rivers, and then something you know, even close to resembling a team with. Stacy Ogman and Mookie Blaylock, but that was at the end of his career. So it's pretty much Wilkins trying to get it down on his own, maybe with a different, uh, maybe with a different class of players who would have some titles or maybe not. But all I can say is he made something great out of a career without the help of anyone but himself. So I can respect the shit out of that. Since in today's NBA, everybody's begging for a super team to win titles, Wilkins became legendary without titles, and that's why he's on my top 50. Fair enough. I will say that Dominique doesn't have a great supporting cast. I think he played with four or five all-stars over the course of his career. Um, if, Like you said, he played with Moses Malone for three years, but Moses was <coughs> older. Um, he still had back-to-back -back 20 and 10 seasons with uh, Dominique, but it wasn't uh, vintage Moses. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like most of his career, he's playing with Doc Rivers and Kevin Willis and uh, Spud Webb and guys like that. So a couple guys that made all-star teams, but not no superstars. Yeah. He, had, he had solid teammates, but he wasn't going to beat the Celtics or the Pistons, pretty much. Right. They, yeah. they had much better teams. Or the Lakers yeah. at that time. They, right. they were better. Just better all-around teams. Yeah. No, I don't think you're going to get too much pushback on that. Um, 
All right, so none of us have them ranked too uh, ridiculously differently. Um, but I will say I found it interesting that three of us have them at number nine. So ranked almost identically to each other. Um, but nobody has the same guy at ten. So I couldn't, like, pull on it and be like, oh, why is Dominique better than, you know, the same guy on us? a couple of our lists because he's not i have i have pippin at 10 uh i think you have dantley at 10 dantley, yep. and you have paul arison baby paul arison <laughs> yes 10. sir and then ray behind him you have robin i think right no no robin's a power, power forward. forward oh um you have worthy and mullins mullins worthy and mullins okay. behind him so none of us have the same player behind <laughs> him um so uh, there's that, that I guess. But I have a question for Drew. Oh boy! <laughs> Always a question for Drew. Well, uh, it just it just caught my fancy just a few weeks ago. <laughs> we fancy. were talking we were talking about some guy named CP3, and oh. you so eloquently called him a loser. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I like Dominique. I'm not trying to come across harshly here, but. When we talk about losing, uh, Dominique did it more. That is true. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with I mean, that. But, I, but what I will say was, I think Chris Ball had better scenarios than what Dominique had. Mm-hmm. Good point. And that, I think it also didn't affect as much because I didn't watch Dominique play <laughs> when I was alive. Like I saw all this Chris Ball awful stuff happen as a little kid grown up year after year. I'm not gonna start that conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will help you out a little bit, Drew. Chris Paul does have two of the biggest playoff collapses in NBA history on his resume. Well, yeah, he's the only player to go up. <coughs> you think so? Two zero. He had two two really really bad ones. The Clippers. I, yeah. I well, one is against the Rockets. Yeah. And one is against the Thunder. Well, Thunder or the Trailblazers. Well, I'll have to relook him up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not debating that he didn't have, you know, do something stupid or have a bad time. But I would think we would know what they were if they were the biggest collapses in NBA history. Said one of them. I know. I'm saying like, like we, like we can recall things that happened that even the things before I was born. I know. I I know what they were. I oh, look at see if I'm right. The Rockets and Thunder. Then I'm right. Then I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Chris Paul? All right, Chris Paul. It was during yeah. some of his. Th- he's up three-one and they collapsed. Yeah, Chris Paul is the only player to lose four best of seven series when the team is up two-zero. The only part is two zero. Maybe yeah, it's they're up two zero, yeah. not three one. My bad. He's the only one to do it four times. When they're up two zero. So. Yeah. yeah, I will. S- I'm not gonna uh, argue with you that Dominique was not a loser because he was. I <laughs> 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 like Drew's just making a habit of calling NBA players losers. <laughs> oh, you want me called? <laughs> <laughs> they <want> winners. <laughs> oh, that's great. Winning impaired. <laughs> Winning <laughs> impaired. All right, we're getting that's politically right. correct here, feeling. guys. Ah. All right, so uh, <clears throat> that being said, uh, we've kind of danced around Dominique here. So why did you end up putting uh, Dominique ahead of Paul Arizon, Drew, even though Arizon had some uh, some winning under his belt? Era basketball. 80s. Yeah, just uh, yeah. 80s. Um, they scored probably about the same, and he's played in the 80s, and Arizon played in like the 50s, 60s, so... I say even with one title, I think Dominique, with all his points and leading the league one year in scoring and all that, I think it just boosts him up a little more with the era he played in and when he did it. Fair um. enough. 
Um, I guess same question with you, Uncle Doug. Why, uh, why uh, Dominique at nine? And uh, who did you say you had a ten again? Dantley. Dantley. Dantley's yeah. 10. Why, yeah. Well, kind of like Wade said, they're they're very similar players, but Dominique is definitely flashier. Um, I think uh, Dominique was probably a little more popular with his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, just looking at the numbers, um, game wise, you know that that's not that big a deal. But minutes, they played about the same number of minutes. Of course, Dantley had a better field goal percentage, mm-hmm. uh, slightly better on assists. Uh, Dominique averaged an extra rebound. Uh, actually, Dominique had more steals than Dantley. Um, slightly more on blocks, slightly more on points, uh, slightly less on turnovers. Um, so that's why I went with him. Uh, I think <coughs> one of the things I was going to mention was I think the difference between my list and Wade's mm-hmm. at the end is probably I think I'm the one that doesn't have Paul Pierce. I think you're correct. Wade yeah. does. He's like my eight or something like that. Right, yeah. And I think that's probably the difference between Wade and I. And, again, looking at those numbers, um, field goal percentage, Dominic actually shot better than Paul. But, obviously, Paul shot better from three yeah. than Dominic did. Um, Dominic was down around 320 and uh, Pierce is up around 370. Um, but assist-wise, Pierce has got an extra assist on him. Dominic has an extra rebound on him. Steals are the same. Blocks are the same. But Dominic had about five more points. Mm-hmm. And that's why I went with Dominic over Pierce. But I think that's the difference between mm-hmm. Wade and I's list. Yeah. So what is the difference between ours then, Wade? Is it just Dantley? <laughs> yeah, because me and Uncle Doug had Dantley. Yeah, Wade and I had Dantley. And then you two have Dantley. But we, we have Pierce. We have Pierce. And then... But who do I have? Oh, and I have Dominique. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Got you. So, but then, wait, Drew, you don't have Dantley, right? No, you don't uh, have Dantley, but you have Dominique. So, but you and you have Paul Arizon. Yeah. So who? But you don't have Pierce. I don't have Pierce. And uh, who else? I was reading my small forward: LeBron, Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Doctor J, Elgin Baylor, John Halicek, Rick Barry, Scottie Pippen, Dominique, and Paul Arizon. Who are you comparing Drew to? I'm, I'm just saying he has Dominique and. Arizon. I think Correct. if we compare it the way, I have Dominique where he has Dantley, and then I have Arizon where he has Pierce. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I was okay. just trying to make there sense of all that. Yeah. That's how I was trying to get to. And then we have the mess that is Ray. <laughs> 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 um, you have Dominique, Mullins, Worthy. Am I missing any small fours that you have that he doesn't have? I don't know. What's the list say? <laughs> he's on the list here. He had Pierce, right? He, yeah, I got you, Pierce. Yeah, he's got yeah, Pierce. He's on the Pierce side. He's got Grant Hill. Oh, yeah, Grant <laughs> Hill. Yeah, I forgot about that. Grant Hill. Um, he, yeah, he do, but he doesn't have Havlicek. He doesn't have Rick Barry. He El- doesn't have Elgin Baylor. Okay. So we're, we're getting a clearer picture here. We're getting a clearer picture here. The fog is clearing. So why did you put Dominique ahead of uh, Mullins and Worthy? Uh, I think Dominique just had a better individual career, as in the other two were good with their teams, but they didn't really pop out like they should have. I mean, they were still great players, but they just weren't at the level Dominique was by itself. So would it be fair to say, after listening to you for a little while now, Ray, that you like... Isolation scores. 
I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you were. I mean, <coughs> you you like Dominique, obviously. I mean, that's but you were super high on AI, who's obviously an isolation scorer. Um, who am I missing here? There's been a couple other guys you've been high on. Um, Pierce was an isolation. Pierce, player. Vince Carter. <coughs> um, I'm not picking on you. I'm just no. I don't. I, I, I literally like. I mean, if that's what you like. That's what you like. I'm. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like I was like, man. I just I just love these guys. No, it's just the the way they impacted their teams, and they how they, you know, just yeah, just the way they impacted their teams, and showed out, and how they brought it brought it to the teams by themselves when they didn't really have a great roster, and that's how they really, you know, kind of threw on my list. I guess I could. I mean, okay. I so I, I want to I want to take it one step further. Why? Iverson and Dominique and these guys that are isolation scores that put up, you know, big scoring numbers um, and with various arrays of efficiency. Um, but you don't like guys like Harden and Westbrook who are also fall into that mold. Well, it's I think it's the era, and the era just kind of kills the player. <laughs> I mean, we all know I don't like this current era, yeah. so I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, it's uh, they just, it's, I guess it's just the, the flavor of, of the basketball, I guess. Because, I mean, with those two, they can just do whatever they want, but they don't win. You have Dominique, who's just rowing his ass out there with a shit squad. And he just, uh, I don't know, just proving himself a little bit more than these other guys that are just, just kind of hogging the ball and just throwing it up every night. All right, fair enough. Um, Interesting question. What What do you think? We were just talking about, you know, like modern day scores versus that time. How do you think Dominique would do today? Um, I think. Mm. Well, first off, I think they would move him to the four. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. They so that and I, I think he'd be fine in today's game at the four. I mean Harrison Barnes does it, so I right. think Dominic Wilkins could do it. Um, but I think an isolation scorer like Dominique, who put up big numbers in a, by getting into the paint in a era where the paint was packed full of shot blockers, and he dunked over a lot of those rim protectors. Oh, yeah. absolutely, and. Going into today's NBA where it's wide open and there's barely any shot blockers and or big men or anybody even standing in the paint half the time, I think he could thrive. Yeah, I think I, that's what I thought too. I'm I like, think Dominique would be like Giannis in today's NBA. Dominique and Giannis have some similarities. I think. Like, I think yeah, Dominique's obviously smaller than him. I think. But Say that I, again. I think is Dominique smaller than Giannis? Probably. Yeah, I mean Giannis is listed at six eleven. Yeah. He's six eight. I mean, Giannis is two forty-five. He's two fifteen. Yeah, he's just a little bit smaller, but I think he'd be just fine, like Giannis. I think that's how Dominic. Well, like Alex said back in the day when they were, you know, much more physical, and you watch some of those videos, he's dunking on centers and going up in crowds and throwing it down. And you know, you think like if they're playing Golden State, I don't think Draymond Green can stop him. No, Draymond Green can't stand in front of Dominic Wilkins. You know. Well, I mean, there's a difference between, like, the 80s and, and today. They were back there trying to earn their paycheck. Today, you got this big medical staff in the back that's just massaging the shit out your legs <laughs> after every game. 
I mean, they're not working it hard. I mean, they know they're going to go back there and get worked on. They ain't got, you know, they're not trying to go out on the court and, you know, do too much. They're going to go out there, do enough they, they got to do, get their endorsement deal, and pop, there you are. You're out the game. We're good. Yeah, I definitely think that Dominique would be a force in today's NBA. Um. I agree. I do think it would be interesting to see if they forced him into shooting a bunch of threes. Right, um, yeah, he might have yeah. to work on his outside shot. Uh, maybe he would get better at it because they made, they made him do it all the time, or maybe he would just shoot more and still not shoot well, and then that would be a little bit of a detriment, I guess. Um, but that's in today's NBA, that's accepted. Like, if you're a guy that shoots 32 33% from three and you shoot six or seven a game, they're like, okay, oh, well. Right. Like, nobody seems yeah. to care. Yeah, no and, one cares. Because um, they keep doing it. Um, uh, what? What are your thoughts, Wade? Uh, you think Dominique would uh, play well today? Yeah, he still he can get to the basket, get to the basket in any era of basketball. Giannis can. Why can't Dominique? I yeah, mean, and and like I said earlier, I think today's game is so much more wide open. I think Dominique would have an easier time of it. Yeah, that's what Russell Westbrook does. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he scoring wise, he he'd be the same. He'd still still be in there yakking on everybody. Fair enough. By the way, I did look up a list of uh, most dunks all time, and surprisingly, Dominique didn't make top ten. Really? Uh, I feel like a lot of big men get a lot of cheap dunks that yeah, don't they don't really see, true. like on ESPN and stuff. Like uh, uh, that's true. Most of the most of the people <coughs> on the list were big men: uh, Dwight Howard, Shaq, yeah, uh, like DeAndre Jordan's. Not like little grab the ball, uh, hurry up and put it back dunks. Like little stuff. rebound, put back yeah. dunks, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. You I know. bet Javale McGee might be on there. No, I didn't see Javale McGee. I don't. I just don't think he plays enough over the course sure. of his career. There's a lot of the really good big men that played yeah. for a long time. LeBron was on it. Well, he's played for a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it did surprise me that Dominique wasn't uh, on that list because I expected him to be. Um, do you uh, do you have Dominique as a top three dunker of all time? Yeah, yeah. I have yep. number two. I have my boy Vince, and then I have Dominique right below him. I think I have Vince at number one. Um, <clears throat> Dominique might be two. He's either two or three with Dr. J. I don't I don't subscribe to MJ being a top three dunker of all time. I don't subscribe to that. Um, but yeah, that's my top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say Vince, Dominique, and Dr. J are probably the best three I've seen. Yeah, yeah I had to agree with that. I'm trying to rack my brain to make sure we're not like forgetting anybody obvious. but um, I mean, there's been some really great uh, contest dunkers over the years. Uh, I, I, was, I was talking, I mean, I feel like Vince, Dominique, and Dr. J could all do both, though, in-game and in contest. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. They're more high flyers. They're, I mean, there's guys like... Daryl Dawkins, mm-hmm. but he was just power. He was kind of like Sean Kemp, you know, just yeah. power. Similar dunk. They know. just they were a dunk on you and through you. Well, they went through that period there where they broke backboards. Yeah, you know, several guys mm-hmm. brought down backboards. Yeah. And they Shaq had broke the support <laughs> beam that holds up the entire hoop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just yeah, that's a whole different kind of dunk. <laughs> Actually, I had a shirt, um, in like I don't know, maybe junior high, maybe freshman year. Um, because, you know, I was in love with Vince Carter, and then obviously through watching dunking videos, I got to watch Dominique just pop up on different stuff, and I liked him so much. I had this throwback, Atlanta Hawks, all red, of, it's a picture of Dominique dunking, and it says human highlight reel on it, and I used to wear it quite a bit when I was younger. Well, I will say, Wade, mm. I was 
looking through some things and uh, trying to come at you a little bit. I didn't really uh, find too much, to be honest well, with my, you. My number two small forward, you're number two small forward, so be careful. I'm not number two. Uh, Have a check number two, isn't he? No, LeBron's two. Oh, is he three? Yeah. I think three, he's okay, three. my bad, three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I did I did keep finding, though, yeah. is similarities between Dominique and AI. And then oh, I was yeah? like, well, I can't argue this because he left both of them off his list. <laughs> Wonder what, who has more win shares, AI or Dominique? Oh, no. no. It's, not, it's not Allen Iverson. No. Uh, yes. No, we're not <laughs> doing win shares again. No, he has 117. It was just on race computer. Oh, okay. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> um, oh, actually, they have a, a very similar true shooting percentage. Not um, good. Not good. Um, <laughs> and they both uh, significantly go uh, go down in the playoffs. Like, their efficiency bottoms out in the playoffs. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, uh, doing research over the last few days... <laughs> I, I might have easily been able to talk myself out of Dominique. <laughs> um, so let me ask you guys this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up some stats here a second, and I'm gonna I, w- I didn't plan this, so um, bear with me for a second. But Good. I kind of spontaneity. I like that. Yeah. Um, I want everybody just grab their their boards, and uh, let's just do a blind comparison. Okay. Without Uncle Doug staring at my computer screen. <laughs> No cheating. Ah, you piece of poop. Alright, obviously you can split it up between player A and player B. Science class. That's right. Alright, I'm getting this pulled, pulled up. Alright. Player A averaged 23 points per game. I'm going to keep with player A. Six rebounds per game. Two assists per game. One steal per game. Half a block. Two turnovers. This person shot 44% from the field. 35% 35% from three and 81% from free throw. Player B, 24 points per game, six rebounds per game, two assists per game, one steal per game, half a block per game. Two turnovers per game. This person shot 46% from the field, 32% from three, and 81% from the free throw line. For those of you at home that are staring at your boards, those are very, very, very similar numbers. Does anybody know who player A and B are? Well, B is Dominique. Right? B is Dominique, yes. Besides three categories, they're identical. It's nuts. Anybody want to guess on who A is? I'm trying to look at percentage. Uh, it's, it's a small forward. It's apples to apples. Is it mellow? It is mellow. Oh, okay. Well, we've mentioned Carmelo a couple times. Yeah. You know, that 
needs some serious consideration. He has he's a ten time All Star, six time All NBA. He also has a scoring title. Um, he also has had some playoff struggles. Thing, uh, good thing with Melo, he has really good career averages and really good career totals. Yeah, his point totals are very high, very very. Yeah, he high. just moved into the top ten during the season this year, I believe. Yeah. Um, well, even a couple of those guys you named earlier with Carmelo, all are similar careers. Yeah, I bet I bet Alex English has similar numbers to these guys. Um, Alex yeah. English has got twenty-one five, five and a half rebounds, three point six assists. Yeah, yeah, close. And uh, I believe English was another one of those guys that shot well from the field, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, Alex English is a fifty percent shooter, mm. um, eighty-three from free throw. Um, again, twenty-one percent from three, like <laughs> like some of these other guys. Like Dan- I think Dantley shoots seventeen percent. Wait, didn't he always <laughs> shoot like thirty-three or something? Yeah, yeah like in his whole career. Yeah, something low like that. I mean, English only shot eighty-three. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah these guys didn't uh, want any part of that three-point line. <laughs> A couple other guys you might just for grins look up uh billy cunningham uh billy scored 21.2 points 10.4 rebounds and 4.3 assists over his career and uh marcus johnson and he was one that i liked when i was a kid because he played for ucla mm. uh, and he's averaged 20 points seven rebounds and 3.6 assists nice there's a couple other guys that I considered when I was talking about these. Don't know them as well as some of these, but had pretty good careers. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, Cunningham shot 45% from the field, 73 from free throw. Again, 26% three-point shooter, but none of these guys. I was surprised by the 10 rebounds. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, he averaged a double-double. What era they playing? 60s, early 70s. Hmm. Yeah. Who was the other one, Uncle Doug? I'm sorry. Uh, Marcus Johnson. Uh, he Marcus he wasn't as dominant in the NBA. I mean, he you didn't hear about him as much. I think he ended up going to Milwaukee, maybe, out of college. I can't remember now exactly where he went. Kind of one of those guys that's that's a good NBA player, but you just never hear about him. And then one yeah. day you look at his stats and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, he's I mean, good. he was <laughs> really good in college. Obviously, he played for UCLA, <coughs> and so you're looking at. 20 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, almost a block, uh, 51% shooting, 74% from the free throw line. Yeah, I mean, I think he was about 6'9", something like that. Hmm. They list him at 6'7", 220 is what they list him at. Um, He played for Milwaukee majority of his career and then played for the Clippers the last couple years. Yeah, back in the day when you played for Milwaukee and the Clippers, you kind of tended to disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we don't seem to be really uh, dominating the airwaves with Dominique Wilkins stuff <laughs> right now. Um, so, do we want to go ahead and move into our closing statements and uh, move on yeah. to trivia? It's fine with me. Sure. All yeah. right. So, uh, Ray, why don't you start us off with some closing statements? Uh, like I said before, um, I really liked how he did his thing, but really nobody on his on his team and i think that's kind of where i'm at i mean other than that he is probably 
the best dunker of all time. But, I mean, he scored the shit out of the ball, and he ran them teams by himself pretty much. So, that's where I'm really at. <coughs> Fair enough. I think that's <laughs> me. It's crazy that I haven't ranked second highest, and I'm in the 40s. Um, no, I like uh, Dominique. I don't have anything against him. Um, you know, his he's another guy that, and like we said earlier, has the lack of winning hurts him. You know, if he would have won a championship, I'm sure that would have solidified his, his greatness in all of our eyes. But uh, he's a guy that never even made a conference finals, uh, more or less a finals. So, uh, you know, he, he did struggle in the playoffs. Um, so that's what kept him low on my list. And I will be honest, like he's the, uh, I, I haven't made any decisions yet, but he is a guy teetering and might fall off my list at the end of this. <laughs> um, so Uncle Doug? Um, yeah, I like I liked watching mm-hmm. Dominic. Um, he had good good numbers, uh, good at overall numbers. I mean, because he played a fair amount of time. Um, just love watching him. Love watching the videos again. And uh, he, uh, like Ray said, never had a great team. I always wondered, and we talked about this during the James Worthy episode, what he might have done had he and James traded places, or you know, some of the other guys. If he'd had a different team. Had a few titles, maybe. So, definitely like some human highlight reel. Drew. Um. Well, basically what everybody else says, what all of his stats and all the stuff he did, and obviously one of the greatest dunkers of all time, and able to do what he did during that era of basketball. I think it's pretty impressive on the team he had. I mean, obviously he'll have the ball most of the time with the team he has, but be able to do that with all the people in the lane, all the big centers, being able to dunk over probably about anybody in the league. It's pretty impressive. Fair enough. And Wade. Um, I mean, I, I I really liked Dominique, even though it wasn't <laughs> wasn't on my list. Um, I like I said, he was originally on my first like rough draft. I mean, I think I don't think it's a big deal to to have him on your list. I I just went a little different route. That's that's about it. Fair enough. So that will wrap up the Dominique Wilkins portion of this episode and lead us into trivia. <laughs> Trivia. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that? I was trying to get it out before I sneezed and I failed. Um, To trivia, um, and I assume Drew wants to go first. Yep. (laughs) Great question. Great question. All right, well. First, I just got like a sample question. I want you to get it. You're not going to get it right. That's why I'm not going to ask you. What's the most minutes per game anyone's ever played for a whole season? Just real quick. I think this is funny. And then I'll ask my real question. 47. 46. Uh, I'll say 40, 46. Right? I bet it's Will Chamberlain. 35. Yeah. 48 and a half. And a half? It's, and Will, a half. Cham- it's Will Chamberlain. It's Will. Because oh, wow. he played every minute of every game and all the minutes of uh, overtime. I guess the person. <laughs> can I get a point? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Hit time for my real question. So, Will did that. And then he has a bunch of 48, 47 seasons. But in 2010, 2011, someone played 40.3 minutes. Who was it? In what year? I'm sorry. Year again? 2010, 2011. He played 40.3 minutes per game. Who was it? Oh. Oh, wow. I think here. Who used to be a minutes warrior? Surprise somebody for Thibodeau, like Noah or Dang or something. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Hmm. 
Oh, is this a real question? Yeah. Oh shit! I was just, I was just <laughs> giving, throwing shit out. Sorry. Threw me off, Drew. <laughs> I gotta guess. I don't want to ask the forty-eight and a half one because that's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I got an answer. We all ready? Yeah. All right. Let's see him. Lou Aldang. I said Lou Aldang. I said Kobe. Derrick Rose. Monta Ellis. Oh Monta my God. Ellis. Monta Ellis. Monta Ellis. All right, then. What team was he on? Oh, shit. The Warriors, probably. I right? like that. Or the Mavericks, maybe. I did play for the Mavericks every little while. One yeah, or, the, or the Bucks. Or the, the Pacers. Pool, yeah. The Pacers. Well, fuck, yeah, who knows? He came, <laughs> <off> the, <laughs> he came off the bench for the Pacers. Did he? Yeah. Well, he, I know he was there when Steph Curry got drafted for, and then was there for a couple more years. And then he yeah. then he kind of was jumping around trying to mm-hmm. find jumping on winning teams. He had some, like, 25-point-per-game seasons there. That's that's why I made that joke with him and Allen Iverson and Iverson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because their stats are identical, except he's more efficient. That's a trend there. <laughs> yeah. All right, no points for there. Uh, who would like to go next? I got one. Ooh. Okay. There are two players tied for the most first-round losses in NBA history. Can you name the two players? First round. They're tied for first. Is the only reason I'm asking for two. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Dang, this is rough. First round losses. Someone who's made the playoffs but barely got their team in, probably. More than likely. I mean, obviously some years, yeah. yeah. Right. I got a guess. I, I got the two guys. <sighs> I got guesses. Alright. Is that everybody? Ray's still thinking. Okay, let's go. Alright. I put Dirk and AI. Okay. I said Damian Lillard and Chris Paul. Mm. I said Chris Paul and Dominique. <laughs> I like the Chris Paul stuff. Alright. I said Peyton and Hill. Okay, Alex was the closest. Dirk has won. The other is John Stockton. They're oh tied wow. at 43 losses apiece in the first round. In the first round, wow. My, my I question is, where's Carl Malone? He wasn't yeah. tied for first. Well, I guess uh, Stockton was drafted the year before him. Did they make the playoffs, though? I don't know. And then uh, Malone left and went to the Lakers, and Stockton played another season without him. I don't know if they made the playoffs that year either, but that could have been true. the deciders. I don't know. True, true. I guess they might have squeaked in. They probably still had some decent players when Malone left. Maybe. I'm trying to think way back in the day in the right. jazz. Yeah. Like Matt Harpering comes to my mind and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Matt Harpering, I forgot. Great oyster that. tag. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't like oyster tag? Another shout out to mom <laughs> oyster tag. She, yeah. she literally texted me the other day, like, I can't believe you brought up Scott Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said that to me in person when yeah. I came to her house. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't talk about Scott Pollard. I was like, oh, goodness. Yeah. But All yes. right, so still no correct answers. Um, who would like to go next? All right, I got one. All right. Um, most free throws made in a game with no misses. Oh. Oh. And I believe wow. this is Dominique in 1992. Oh, so you want the number of free throws. Right. The number oh, of free oh. Throws. <laughs> <laughs> At first oh, it was like, sorry, number of free okay. throws. Did yeah. you just give us the answer? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, no. the answer? I was like, no. no. Most free throws <laughs> made in a game with no misses. Okay. Okay. I got my answer. 
I have mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. 26. 15. 22. 15. 23. Oh! <laughs> Wade was just one off. Good job, Wade. Damn. I watched a game live that Paul Pierce did 21 of 21. So I knew it was bigger than 21. Um, wow. So I was like, I got to go bigger. But well, I, I guess 15 because it's your favorite number. <laughs> <laughs> that would catch your eye. All right. Ray, you want to go? Yeah, give me one second. All right. Fair enough. Okay, your second's up. It wasn't literal. <laughs> Still no correct answers, by the way. At this rate, nobody's catching Wade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm safe. Even if you guys go without me during harvest, <laughs> we're fine. I didn't think about that. If Wade has to miss episodes, uh, <laughs> we can catch him. <laughs> we can catch him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come back. You guys are going to be depressed. Yeah. We didn't catch you. <laughs> uh, no, we're all going to start asking each other easy uh, questions. We'll all get 100% uh, every uh, night. What <laughs> number did Michael Jordan wear <laughs> for the Bulls? <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here's a question. Name any of the five players who were teammates of both Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. <laughs> oh, dude. oh wow! Uh, there's five of them. There's five. Oh, um, you don't have to name all five. Just yeah, one. Yeah, just name one out of the five. If, uh, I'll say if you said name all five, I would just give up right now. I wouldn't even try. Like, I feel like I should know one though. Uh, you would think, but I'm not <laughs> doing well here, so I don't. Uh, yeah. I have a guess. Okay, I think. Oh my goodness. I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna write down a Celtic and go on. That's what I did. <laughs> I just wrote down a Celtics player. All right, I, can, I got mine. Uh, yeah, I got a guess. Okay. Bill Sharman. I just put Casey Jones. I said Jim Luskatoff. <laughs> Joe Folks. All right, and the five players are Woody Salisbury, <laughs> 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 Gary Phillips. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Ward, Willie Nalls, and Mel Counts. Why okay. did I come up with Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Man. That name was familiar that you wrote down, Drew. What was that from? It's one of the guys who played with Paul Arizon when he won his championship. He, he, did he pop up on the profile? Uh, um, Joe, Joe okay. Folks has come up and answered him. I think I'm a couple yeah. of tribute. he well, was like the, I know the he first score title or something yeah he won the first one because he was <coughs> the guy who helped Arizona win his title I knew he was there a couple of years with Will mm. alright so to Alex's trivia question that I hope nobody gets at this point <laughs> um, what shoe company gave Vince Carter his first shoe deal fuck <laughs> <laughs> Reebok <laughs> Nobody is writing. It's just silence and staring. I got mine. I'm trying to make sure there's no shoe companies back in the day. I was trying to think of first shoe deal. Sometimes people change. Yeah, I would say. They swap deals. I'm guessing it's not Nike. I got to guess. I mean, honestly, when you said Reebok, I might actually be right. Who knows? I'm going. I'm going with my original answer, Reebok. Screw it. I can't think. You think I know this? 
you have a guest room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that everybody? Yeah. All right, let's see it. Reebok. I said Reebok. Puma. It's Puma, isn't it? Adidas. The correct answer is Puma. No <laughs> <laughs> way. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Don't quiz daddy on his favorite player. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That's all I had, everybody. Wow. Of course, the one person we don't want to score. score. Yeah. What were you thinking? Quiz me on Vince Carter. Hmm? You didn't know the two of us. Get out of town. <laughs> impressive, Wade. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. All right. After today's one point given out. wrong <laughs> <laughs> person. Um, the scores are as follows. Ray with 18. Doug and Drew with 36. Alex with 37. And Wade with 48. Mm-hmm. Wade reclaimed the point he lost last week. <laughs> <laughs> when I was the only person to score. Um, no, um, so, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dominique Wilkins. Please tune in next week for our episode on... Willis Reed, yes, Willis Reed, and uh, so. that will be defended by everybody but Ray, and that will be our official last episode that doesn't ma- that the player doesn't make all five lists. So Willis Reed will be the last player that doesn't do that. So please tune in on Thursday for Willis Reed, and thanks for tuning in to Sports. The Nemo Way.